Hello, Getaway fans! Welcome to another episode of Getaway Podcast Kunai. Today I'm with my boy Bish. What up, peeps? And my boy Kevin. Hey, guys. And today we'll be covering an anime I've wanted to cover for a very long time, Charlotte. Now, now before we get into the itty gritty of what exactly Charlotte is, plot-wise and just character-wise. Kevin. So, for you new folks, Get A Life Podcast Kunai is a monthly anime discussion podcast under the Get A Life group. And due to the nature of the discussion, we can't avoid spoilers of the show that we're discussing. So, for those shows that are based off of an existing piece of work, whether it's a manga, light novel, or some other media form, we aren't covering the source material for those. It can be found on Stitcher, Apple Podcast, Store, and Google Play. And if you'd like to recommend a show for us to watch and make an episode of Kunai about, send us your recommendations on Twitter at Get A Life Podcast, or by leaving us a review for your chance to win a three-month subscription to Control Premium. And if you want to watch this anime and keep up to date with what we watch for Kunai, you can support us by signing up for a 14-day free trial of Crunchyroll Premium for everything anime by using the link crunchyroll.com forward slash kunai. You can also support us by checking out lootcrate.com slash kunai, and you can get 10% off by applying kunai as a discount code at checkout. Back to Charlotte, Joe. Thank you very much, Kevin. Now that we're starting to get into like the swing of Charlotte and what it's about, what it's supposed to be, I want to know what you guys thought about the show when I first recommended it to you guys, and like what you guys thought, like as you progressed through like the beginning episodes. When I was watching this anime uh, for the first couple of episodes, it kind of felt like this really cool high school anime, like oh uh, yeah, we're high school friends, and this is my little sister, and then we have this kind of club type thing, and it kind of to me felt like a um i don't want to say this because it's just really dumb for me to say this it felt like x-men if if you guys get what i mean right because the x-men was all about this yeah i can see where you come from they're at a school <laughs> they were in this school these kids were in this school because that's when they started getting their powers and then they were protected by the school and at the same time they would go and collect other other mutants to come and join the school and this is kind of the same thing that's going on within this within this anime so i kind of felt very nostalgic i was like oh this is really cool it's like anime x-men but not only that it kind of also reminded me of uh, a show called heroes i'm not sure if you guys remember that heroes. it wasn't heroes it was like an nbc show but it was really good it rings a bell it's it's this kind of show about this guy who can get other people's powers but who at made first it? he doesn't was it like marvel or no, no, it was it was like a completely new idea. Also, oh, it wasn't from like Marvel or DC or anybody. No, 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 no. Yeah, it was it was a complete unique IP, but it yeah. was it was really good. But, it, but obviously, uh, the other seasons weren't that great. I think it was before my time, unfortunately. <laughs> Dude, it was at one point. It was almost before my time, but it was just really good. Anyway, the fact that there were young kids and they get these powers, and then there was this one kid that can steal other people's powers. But what I liked mainly in the first impressions and what got me hooked was this first sort of story arc. Oh, it's this cheesy anime where he's, you know, he uses, he saves the girl's life to, to go on a date with her. Yeah, like, uses powers to kind of, like, bullshit it. and <laughs> Basically, and I was like, that's true. I think we would all, if we had that power, we would abuse it if we were his age, realistically. And let's not deny that. I mean, he's a high school student. No shit. I mean, the whole idea is, like, the children are going through, like, adolescence as well. So, I mean, like, they don't really think about, think as much about, like, repercussions. That kind of bit got me hooked into the show because when it flipped and when it was like, oh, shit, you're moving school, son. It was like, oh, shit. And then, do, do you see what I mean? <laughs> it flipped it on its head. Like, I went into this anime within the first, first two episodes thinking it was going to be this romance love story with this guy and he's bullshitting his way to get to this girl. 
and then halfway like you know halfway through first episode i think or something it completely changed i was like wow this anime is keeping me on my toes i have to stay and watch every single episode and i i watched this anime without sleep but i I watched it twice but i mean well you watched it twice yeah i watched it twice because obviously when you're watching it sleep deprived you can't get all the points but i watched it the first time without sleep and i was like shit man this is some good shit this is some good anime so it kind of in terms of my first impressions it really got me hooked to the point where i just kept on watching there was no point where there was a point i actually stopped watching but we'll get into that in favorite moments but it almost makes you feel bad there was only 13 episodes yeah that's another thing oh man anyway that was my first impressions okay well honestly i didn't know too too much about charlotte when i came in but I, I was skeptical from the get-go, to be honest. I remember telling Bish, right, when Joe put it on the schedule. Well, have you, like, watched a, uh, like, watched a PA Works animation yeah, before? Yeah, yeah, but I just hadn't, wa- like, I had never watched Charlotte, and I'd seen art of it and stuff. Beyond that, I really know, knew nothing about what it was about, right? Um, I just I just remember the hi- the huge hype train behind it when it first came out, right? People were talking about it all the time. I was like, dude, you need to watch Charlotte. Is it, it might have been because of like because of like an anime maybe because of like an anime like Angel Beats because PA Works also worked on that and the idea was like not to get people that had worked on Angel Beats like to add a new variety to the creative process to prevent being influenced by the work done on Angel Beats. I also think Kevin that the reason that that anime had so much hype was because it was an original work. It wasn't based off manga. It wasn't based off light novel. That is that is fair. And for an original work, I think it does it does pretty well. At the same time though, it's risky, right? So. For me, I was like, okay, so there's a ton of hype uh, around this anime, right? I, like, at the time, I was like, I don't know whether this is just a fad or not. I remember talking to you, Bish, and I was like, honestly, I don't know whether Joe's going to keep this on the schedule or not, because Charlotte's been on the schedule for a long time, right? You weren't kidding when you said you've been waiting for this for a while now. It was a show that kind of resonated with me, like, like in more ways than one. Okay. Like, the show that, like, I just kind of wanted you guys to experience and kind of feel that sort of, like, magic, I suppose. Because, like, when I watch it, you, you can't help but feel, like, just feel good about it. Like, despite all, like, the sad moments. I'll talk about it a lot more later in the episode. But, like, yeah, definitely, I do think that, you know, having watched it now, it does, like, stand out amongst the crowd. And it does deserve the praise, right? But before having gotten into it, right, I was just really skeptical. Because I was like, okay, so there's no manga that I... When it's based on another work, right? Like a manga or a VN, you can look up that manga or a VN and be like, okay, so this is what it's going to be like. The manga... The, the, the source work was successful. And I was like, okay, I, I said to Bish, like, I don't know whether Joe's going to keep this on the schedule because I'm under the impression that it was just a, a hype suggestion that you, you put in the moment because everybody was talking about it back then, right? And I was like, it might just be a fad, you know, like where it's just cool to like this this show right so i was kind of skeptical right and that was before i watched the first episode but i do think that the first episode uh it's pretty good it's it's kind of i'm kind of conflicted though because in one end i think it hooked me in personally right uh the characters were all presented quite nicely uh except for the main character i i found that I, when i first came in i was like okay if this douchebag is gonna say the way he is throughout the entire show i don't know how i'm gonna like this because he is a dick in the first episode, right? Intentionally so, but he's a dick nonetheless, right? So I was like, I don't know how I feel about this protag. The other aspects of the show were done really well. You know, PA Works is always have as good art and stuff, right? But at the same time, because of the twist, um, I wasn't affected by it personally, but I can see some people being salty about the twist, right? Kind of having an opposite reaction to Bish's, right? Where they're like, oh my god, I was expecting this 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 one thing, right? But I got a whole nother thing, right? So personally, I think that the, the first episode was 
pretty well done, right? Um, and the twist was, you know, it got my interest, right? So as you, but what twist are you referring to exactly? Right, because when you first watch the first episode, right? He's at this entirely different school, and they focus on that one chick. I forget her name because she's completely unimportant. But you know, he's try- he's out to get this one girl, right, to be his girlfriend and stuff, right? Oh, you mean how he was like transferred? Yeah, yeah. Right, so he's using his abilities and stuff. Is so that you, what you're referring to? Yeah, exactly. Before uh, he's forced to transfer schools, right? Um, it's they, oh. they cleverly present the show as this one, as your typical rom com, right? Not in the bad way, but you go into thinking honestly that it's going to be a rom com, right? A coming of age story, right? Um, but by the end of the first episode, you find out that actually there's this whole like fucking X Men element to it, right? Which kind of is unexpected. Like what Bish is saying. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I. I received it well, but I can definitely see how other people might be a bit salty about it. You know what I mean? But overall, yeah, overall though, I think that, you know, it's a P-Works anime. Um, great art, great fucking soundtrack. We'll get into it later, but great soundtrack and just audio-visual, right? They never fail to deliver on that. So uh, P-Works always has that going in for them, right? So uh, in terms, personally, I know it sounds kind of, uh, kind of dumb, but like when I look for shows, right? Um, I kind of like to judge the book by its cover, if you will. I, I'm I'm hooked to shows. I mean, I mean, like from a that, visual standpoint. Yeah, exactly. Right. You could have the best story in the world. I but mean, it's not really judging a book by its cover. It's just like you appreciate the style. Exactly. It won't catch my eye if the art is shit, right? So, being a PA works anime, I can definitely say that uh, the audiovisual component was definitely helping it. it. I get it. I get you. Other than that, though, Joe. Like, uh, how about you? You're the one who suggested it, right? I want to find out how you got into this show. Okay, so I was following this, like, back when I was, like, being hyped. I wouldn't say it was around the time I was, like, just getting anime. It's, like, quite a bit after afterwards. Like, I heard it was around the time Charlotte was being was being hyped up. Like, I watched I watched Angel Beats. I really liked it. Did you watch it, like, simulcast, or did you watch it after it was done? I watched it simulcast. Oh, okay. Yes, I ended up, uh, I may have been behind a couple times, but I did, like, binge it. Like, I did, like, catch up, and like, eventually. Mm-hmm. But anyway, like, mm-hmm. I've seen, like, their previous works. I've seen Angel Beats, which is still, like, now one of my favorite shows, one of the most emotional shows I've ever seen. Then, what, like, when I watched Charlotte, it kind of felt like I was right at home. So you kind of feel like, it's like, this is something... Did you discover it on your own, or is it a recommendation? I mean, I, I heard I heard a couple of friends mentioning it, and, like, you know, I, I looked more into it, and so I was just following it. I was waiting for the show to actually air. So, like, what interested you in particular? Like, what made you want to get into this show? It was mainly just because I've... I've seen their previous, like, an example of their previous work, and I felt like... It's more so PA Works' reputation that I got exactly. into. Exactly. Like, their reputation and, like, their, like what they're known for. It's like, I didn't really know anything about it either, kind of like you, Kevin. Like, I was kind of going into it blind. And then, and then like, I was starting to, like, the first... I was starting the first couple episodes. I will admit, the first couple episodes did feel like... Well, the first episode specifically. Well, first episode, rather. It just kind of felt like everything was going quickly. Like, if, like, one point he was... He was being, like, this this guy who's, like, kind of doing everything for his own selfish own selfish desires. And then, like, another point he's, like... He's suddenly transferring. I feel like all that happening in a single episode just was very quick for me. What is that a good thing for you or a bad thing for you? That, that, was, like a, that was, like, a mixed thing for me. Because I was still interested in, like, what was going to be happening. Yeah, so that's exactly... What I'm talking about, right? Because this, yeah, I mean, the show kind of flipped real quick, yeah. but then they kind of built on that and they improved it over time by like introducing, like introducing more like character development for these characters we've known, introducing new characters entirely, like uh, Yusudin. It it might be a bit like you know controversial, but like I, I do find in retrospect that it was necessary, right? Because it wouldn't have been the same, in my opinion, if they they started the first episode with him already being in the school, right? Because him being a douchebag is kind of um your base point right it lays the foundation for his character because it allows you to compare 
him at the beginning in episode one to him at the very end to see how he's progressed right he because he is a dynamic character he changes he ebbs and flows throughout the entire the, the, the entire series right so I, I find that him being a douche was kind of necessary um to show in the first episode because right? that's who he was it's part of his character initially right i mean maybe if the maybe if the show was longer they could have uh they could have like risked that but they had they did what they they only had that 13 episode like run so they kind of had to work with what they did and what they did it was for what they did it was good like i i mean i mean it was mixed for me but like i'll I mean, be it honest improved. with you Kev, um kevin when you were talking about it was necessary for the show to kind of accelerate the the pacing right i agree with you but not necessarily for that specific point about you get to see his difference and how he grows in the character. I felt that it was more so necessary because there is a lot of stuff. And I feel that if the episode, if it was, let's say, a 25 episode anime, that there would be a lot more filler. Do you see what I mean? Like, I've noticed that throughout the whole anime, you know, it's, it's kind of like, to me, it feels like this whole monster of the week show. But, I mean, I, um, you know, finding a new my, my person My argument isn't necessarily week, that... But, huh? It's necessary because of the length, right? I think that was more so Joe's point. My personal point was that um, the length has nothing to do with it. I, I just think that it was important to have it there for the sake of character. Yeah, but that's what I'm than, saying. That's you know, what. A that's what I'm saying. Point. I'm saying I don't, I don't disagree with you. But I'm saying, for me mainly, I felt that the pacing thing felt like a way just to eliminate spoilers, and it does work because there was a lot of moments, uh, specifically within the last episode of anime. I know I'm jumping all the way at the end, but. There was moments where, you know, where he's jumping from country to country and it's like you could feasibly spend five episodes if you really wanted to really stretch it out, spend five episodes hopping from country to country. But then what's the point? Like the fact that you get these little snippets of, of little events that ha go on, it, it leaves you wanting more and it leaves you, you know, figuring out within your own imagination. I know that's very lazy in terms of an anime they should really tell out the story but yeah well i mean when you're when you have like a plot when you have a plot like a story like a portion of a story that involves going around the entire world it's like it's kind of like something that can that, that'd be a lot of writing if they tried to like define everything but i mean at the same time i didn't like how they did like how they did that episode but i mean i'll talk about that later because it's 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 more of like they should have at least had like two episodes if i need to be honest uh well, I mean, we'll get into that later because it, right, it's a it's a very controversial topic in the show. I know a lot of people are very salty about that, right? So we'll, we'll open that can of worms later. But all I can say now, Bish, is that I don't think it's a fair comparison because in the first episode, I, I believe that the, the little rush, if you will, that shows his shitty character at the beginning was well done. Whereas in the end, they had no fucking obligation to, to do it the way they did, right? Or they, they could have handled it a lot better. Whereas I think it was well done in the first episode. Well, I mean, I feel like, okay, so this is, I mean, I'll talk about it when you get the characters, like, but the short version is that, like, his, his, like, uh, use flip from, like, being this, like, huge asshole to being, like, like, somebody who, like, cares for his sister and, like, cares about what's happening around him, like, is very conserved. I mean, it's, it's like he, I feel like he was, like, he was a lot more, because, here's the thing, I did not, like, use character at all in the first episode, like, I, but then, like, but then, like, I feel like he suddenly turned from, like, a very unlikable character to, like, a very likable character between one and two, and that was just because his character, I felt like, kind of changed drastically between those two episodes, and, like, it just kind of, like, it felt, it, it just 
disoriented me a little bit. I did get I did get that impression because it's like I feel like I was looking at a completely different character for the rest of the show. That, I'll talk about that more when we get to that. But like, I mean, the, the short version, just to kind of wrap up my uh, my like first impressions, I was a little mixed around the beginning, but then I saw how it improved the story like as each episode went on and like we learned more about the world and the characters and such. And then it was it, it turned into a show that I could like that I really appreciated. And so like overall, I ended up really liking it. But but yeah, like we'll talk about that more. That said, like now that we're kind of now that we're kind of wrapping up impressions, like kind of wanted to like just talk like now that we're since we're talking about episodes, like we've been talking about episodes like a lot for during these impressions. Let's let's talk about like what let's talk about like our favorite episodes, like or moments, like what did we kind of cherish throughout the show, like specifically. For me, um, I know this sounds really dark, but I like the episodes when people died. I know it. Uh, which which one? It's um. For example, I enjoyed the episode where the the sister died. You know why? Because it reminded me of Is that episode 7 or the the one where he deals with it? The one where she dies and then and and the consequences afterwards as well. So it's Cuz that's one for also both of Yeah, so cuz okay. it, it's kind of like a two-part type story arc right so i i enjoyed those two episodes you know at the end it was kind of like i'm not sure if you remember me saying this kevin in the persona episode that we did um i said when nanako died i just stopped i was like fuck this anime and then i stopped and i and i took a week and then i came back it was the same it was the same with this anime because i was like you know what fuck you all right you this is it, it really annoyed me the fact that they killed off but didn't you binge it though? I did. so was it more I like you went you went for like snacks bin- and no 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 i look, came back i binged binge it, it and then i was like you know what i'm going to stop watching because of because of the because of of the sister dying and and yes it wasn't like i came back after a week it was like a couple of hours because i really wanted to know what was going on um and it, it's kind of a love hate relationship and i'll explain why um because it, it is one of my favorite episodes because of the emotions and you see him kind of change as a character and as a person. You're like, wow, this guy who was complaining about that pizza sauce now is eating the fucking pizza sauce. And he's going into some like intense depression, like really bad depression. I'm like, man, I can relate to that. And I, I, I really. Well, it's it's more of like, yeah, like it was like, kind of like out of like, it's like, to, like yeah. a memory of her. Not, not necessarily like he, a memory yeah. of her. I felt like he felt guilty. Do you see what I mean? Like, it was his fault. And what I didn't like about that episode was that that episode was in vain. Do you see what I mean? Like, it kind of... It was there, and then there was this... There's Ex Machina moment where they they went back in time and they saved her. And I was like, okay, this is bullshit. Oh, no. Okay, I I don't agree because of that. I mean, I can't say it was in vain because that whole time travel ability, that was an important point. Yeah, basically no. the rest it of the It is, show. but at the same time, I think it's it's a pretty shitty thing. When you think about it in like a one way, sure, you could think of it as a as a deus ex machina, but like you have to think about like it's like because of that situation, we we the whole time travel thing was brought up. So so let's ad- let's admit that it is a deus ex machina bish, but I want to ask you the question: Why do you think it is in vain? Because that's where look, you and I, I, I feel that he could have why? pushed forward more as a character if his sister had died. That would have given him more of a reason. And the fact that his sister's alive, yay! His sister's alive, and then. 
Well, because you, you, okay, his sister's alive, but then you have to deal with the fact that, oh, I just remembered, I had a brother. Yeah, this is, no, this is what I didn't like about that. The fact that the sister died, and then the anime didn't continue going on a certain way, and it was like, we'll go back in time, and then there's this whole, you know, getting these dreams, and getting this, and it was, it felt too messy. That's what, for me, it felt too messy, and it, and it took away from the emotion and the raw, just I, I have to disagree there, Bish. The episode. I have to completely disagree, Why? because, like... Yes, alright, she did come back, it was a deus ex machina, we can't deny that, but for me, it wasn't in vain, it doesn't take away much, because, no, but I'll, I'll explain why, alright, It because you still, he, he lives, he still lives through the pain of losing her, right, even if he lost her for, for, for temporarily, right, for a while, he still lost her, right, and we get to see him deal with that, right, and how it affects all the people around him, um, and, and you say that, the fact that she's brought back, you know, prevents him from developing further. I disagree because he overcame that depression, right, while she was still dead, right? So I don't see how her coming back, I mean, the fact that she came back, right, changed, you know, I can't believe I'm saying this, but changed the meta for him as well. But right? I, so that, I do want to say um, that there was a lot of, there up. was a lot of messiness in in the way that she was brought back and it i i'll be honest with you it felt very doctor strange like right they can the whole going back that's inside. the whole fucking point dude yo you literally said you're watching an anime about x right? right he has his dreams about you know his his brother and shit and i'm like no this is no bitch is like i don't know why like bitch is the type of guy to watch fucking x-men be like oh my god Doctor Xavier or Professor Xavier should not have like fucking telepathy. He's too no, OP. No, no, no. Like, no, dude, Ke Kevin. You, going back to this X Men, going back to this X Men analogy, right? We're talking about you know the film A Days of Future Past, right? The Days of Future Past. They went back in time and they did this whole back in time bullshit to undo the 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 canon of, of X Men One, Two, and I think the third film. So it's. I hate that kind of thing. It's like you're undoing what has happened. No, but you're 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 comparing apples to oranges. Like I mean, personally speaking, I think you're being too simple-minded about it. I think you're kind of focusing on the fact that oh, she was brought back, so therefore it's in vain. We're trying to say like there's things that came out of this. We're not saying that it's like oh like we're not saying you're wrong because we do agree it was like they kind of just brought her back when she like she honestly should have like stayed dead and made it feel a lot more permanent. Mm. But he kind of learned that, like, one, like, well, a, a few things. One, he learned that she can be lost and starts to look at her in a different way and starts to appreciate her company a lot more. Two, he learns about his brother and how his memories were wiped for who knows, like, how many years has it been? Like, and three, he learned about the ability to time travel and to salvage. Like, their thing, like, we're not saying that it's, like, we're not saying, like, oh, like, you're wrong. We're saying that, it's like, there, there, some, there's something that came out of this, so we can't say in... Yeah, it wasn't in vain, right? Her coming back doesn't cancel out um, the impact that it had on him and the rest no, of the I cast. No, I completely understand. It, it kind of just allows the story to go even more forward. I understand it looking back at it now, but... If, since we're talking about moments now, right... Actually, I'll, I'll comment on, on this episode because I want to wrap up that uh, that depressing episode, right? And say that, you know, it, it's among my favorite moments, too, because it, they do a fucking great job of of displaying depression, right? I mean, I won't get into my personal experience with it, but it is a harrowing depiction of what it is like to fall into depression, right? And if, uh, you know, people who have family members who've gone through, sh like, extreme depression or have gone through that 
phase themselves, it'll strike a fucking chord with you, right? And I know that I'm usually kind of critical of shows that, you know, try to balance this, this um, humor with tragedy, right? But in this case, I'll make an exception. I think they, that Charlotte does it well, because it's not like um, they, they, tr they threw this whole depressing episode, right, uh, in between jokes, like you would see in, in, in other shows, right? Like in Chunibyu, in my opinion. Right, it's well done. They isolated. They gave this depressing um, moment, this depressing episode, rather, where he was grieving. It's in a whole twenty-four minutes, right? They, they didn't try to throw jokes in there, right, to ruin the mood, right? So th they, in my opinion, there's they a did point a where he tried to job. smoke pot, like for <laughs> No, he, he he straight up shoot. No, he wasn't just smoking pot, Joe. He was straight up trying to shoot like fucking. Uh, Heroin, yeah, he, right? he was like going. He was about to reach a point where he would just yeah. wouldn't turn and, back from. And that wasn't even the worst thing. The worst thing was to see how he had personally uh, devolved. Right, he was he wasn't fucking cooking. He was fucking becoming sadistic, beating people up and shit. Like he was home. He he was homeless. Right, right. Yeah, the way he treated other like the that girl that he he liked in the beginning. Right, just to see this this sharp change and in his personality right because it's not the you that you're used to seeing right so for me these those moments it really hard for me because you kind of like know the context of it all and like just seeing your character act this way towards the character i have a feeling that honestly i, I wouldn't be surprised if they consulted you know uh, a psychologist or a psychiatrist or you know interviewed people right who've gone through depression for that episode because it, it, it's very authentic in my opinion right honestly but, i feel like if he was still like at his home they probably all went through with that but he kind of just bolted he's like you know i don't want to be here anymore but um you know talking about getting back to bish's point about the, her death being in vain um if you're going to be pissed about that in my opinion right i'm not saying that you don't have the right to be pissed about that episode um or her or her coming back bish but what i'm saying is that if you're pissed about that i don't understand how you're not even more fucking pissed at the deus ex machina is that oh hey they have a brother now you just gotta accept this as, as a fact that's a lot more destructive to the plot you, you mm -hmm. have this connection with the sister kind of like the whole nanaka situation right and i felt i wasn't given enough time to mourn that's how i felt you see what i mean that i tr i, agree I was with feeling that. those emotions way after the fact that she was brought back to life and that's why i'm saying i felt as if it was in vain but that's my reasoning behind it maybe it wasn't and probably it wasn't but i felt that i wasn't given enough time to mourn and so i felt like it was just a cop out in that regard i i have to agree because i thought you were saying that her her coming back made her her death no no you know, it didn't it didn't make it but pointless but it I just for me i just felt like i didn't get enough time to get over this yeah i, I do completely agree with that statement i i feel that i had enough time to like you know quote unquote mourn her death but at the same time for me uh, more importantly i felt that you know i was talking we were talking just now about how authentic the portrayal of depression is right and then it wasn't a full episode actually because at the very end he, he gets saved right um so he, he's brought back I, f I feel that it's not so much the it's not just the amount of time uh that he was grieving that was too short it was also the abrupt change right it wasn't this it, it, it yeah it comes down to pacing because like you know he, he's fucking about to shoot fucking heroin right and then boom within the next episode he's basically back to himself uh, before th that episode, right? It's too sudden of uh, a change for me, and it, and it ruins that authenticity, right? Because they had they had this realistic portrayal of depression going on, and then boom, he suddenly rec recovers within like a day. That's not how it fucking works, right? It it there's this clear contrast in my mind between the the work put into 
getting you to step into his shoes for episode eight, where he's mourning, and this sudden, you know, like break from reality that you get when he suddenly just flips, you know, like a coin and comes, it just goes back to normal. It's like as if I'm under the impression as if, you know, a fucking tooth fairy or something just came in and then just erased everyone's memories and they just carried on like um, his sister hadn't died and, you know, he's suddenly better again. That's not how it works in real life. And it, it ruins the authenticity that they had going in the prior episode, right? And it comes down to pacing. I kind of just to go back to your earlier point, it's been on my mind for some time. You, you mentioned that you thought, like, them having a brother was a deus ex machina. Like, that's how you felt. Like, I'm, I can't, I, I can't agree with that. That's something, like, I just can't really sit well with because it's like you have to think about like his their brother was the reason why like a deus ex machina implies that it was kind of something that like came up like on the fly and like it was used mainly as a plot device to kind of like push the story before people criticize you joe because I, I know that people are going to be listening to this and be like oh but joe um they actually mentioned it very briefly like in the beginning when she mentions her dreams and stuff but like you know it's still a deus ex machina i think we can all agree that i'm not just talking about that like like that's that's one that's one thing but i'm, I'm mainly talking about like he's the reason why the school exists to begin with professor x that's what he is yeah he he, he he is he is he's the reason why like these students are here and like like trying to like cope with their like trying to get rid of their powers yeah yeah it's like he like he caused all these things in the story like to just call him a deus ex machia like somebody who just appeared just to kind of like drive the story and help us build that plot point it's like it just kind of can't that doesn't make sense it does make sense for me though because w what a deus ex machina is or a plot reveal if you will well i ask you what what other way could they have done it i don't know i, I didn't fucking study literature and shit in, in fucking university it's up to them to figure that out right I'm not what do you think would have been better let me rephrase it. I don't know. I, I I just felt that the sudden reveal was was very. I'm not denying because that. Because things it wasn't a sudden reveal. It was like hinted at. How how was it? They hinted at it like twice. Even then, it was still two times where they hinted it. Like it was something that you should have expected. No, to say like just because I this, was this, expecting it, but I'm not that. To say it was sudden because it was only mentioned twice. It's kind of like you you have to distinguish between two things here. I'm not saying it was unexpected. I'm saying it was sudden, abrupt, because I'm not denying that, okay, he's important to the to the story, right? He, he is, in fact, the one who founded the school and shit and yada, yada, yada. But he fucking, he, he comes out of, like, nowhere, right? I don't, you don't feel, what I'm saying is that um, that doesn't change the fact that it was, it was sudden for me. I felt kind of cheap because, yes, he is mentioned technically, like, twice before, but I, I, I felt that it was a very underwhelming reveal and also you know the, the, the fact that there's a plot hole seriously disturbs him because you know the whole thing that oh you, you guys don't know anything about him because he's erased the memories of you and his sister right but what about literally fucking everybody else that has known him since he was a kid he he has to erase all of their memories too and as far as we know he didn't fucking do that so why does nobody else know about the fucking brother well, I'll be honest with you. I think it's because the characters that you see within the anime that do know the brother are kind of hidden. Like the guy, the the wet guy. Let's no, not. But just, I don't want to call him like, the wet guy. Bish, but if you were to, well, I mean, well, he's y'all keep in mind like their their friends were the ones who, who like were well, they were hiding this fact, and they were the reason why he they were like they forgot like, like, about him. Like Joe, if if you were to disappear tomorrow, right, and to go into hiding, and we erase the memories of all of your family members, all right, your fucking driver's license, your fucking government records and shit wouldn't disappear. Like how it, it doesn't make sense that like literally, he, he's just gone, right? That's the bullshit in, in the plot. 
in my opinion. It, it's just, it, it's such a cheap plot device and explanation for the whole fucking thing. You know? Didn't he go back in time and then get a lot of money? If I'm not mistaken. So money can, like, let's be real. Money can solve a lot of problems. It can make you unknown if you really want it to be. Like, in terms of deleting those government records. And well, I mean, like we that. can't really assume that, though, Bish, because they don't, like, mention it. Yeah, but he went on. The guy yeah. lives underground, guys. Okay, that I, I think I, I think you're grasping at straws here, Bish. I really think you are. I mean, he mentioned the necessity of money, but I mean, I don't, he didn't like explicitly mention that he used it to like conceal himself. It's like I mean, he said he used the money to build the school and to build the underground bunker thing. We can assume that he just you know just went underground and just yeah. I think it, it's okay. a bit. I know. Yes, maybe I am grasping at straws, but there is some sort of explanation there. Yeah, but, but you know, n n nevertheless, you know, my, my point is when you, the fan, have to have to give explanations for the author, right? That kind of shows that maybe the author did not do enough of a good job at telling the story. Well, I mean, that's right? not an explanation. It's just kind of like theory. We're just kind of theorizing. Like, what, what? When you have to use your own theories to, f like, fill in fucking holes, there's a problem with the plot. It's not a major issue. The plot isn't right? supposed to explain everything. Not how stories work. You're not The plot isn't supposed to explain, like, every single thing. Like, a lot of it comes to, uh, is open to interpretation. I don't think this is a case of, like, you know, uh, the abstract. I think this is a case of this. It was poorly executed, in my opinion. It's like, I do agree to some extent that there's a chance that, like, people, like, the front hole with, like, everyone, like, not knowing, I feel like that's something that should have been, like, elaborated more, because I do admit, there was something to me, too, like, when we got to the episode and he was, like, when we were talking with him, saying, so like, how did they not know about him for that long? But, I mean, like, even then, it's, like... And a huge element of the plot hinges on one plot element. It feels very weak to me, you know? What I thought was, like, it was a mix of people knowing and people not knowing. And, like, I feel like that was kind of, like, some confusion for me. But, I mean, the point is, like, I mean, it's kind of dragging on for this long, but, like, I, like the point is, it's, like, it's it's kind of something they could have handled better. But calling, I feel like Deus Ex Machina is a different word that should, like, I feel like Deus Ex Machina is a word that shouldn't be used in this case. I feel like there should be a different word okay. entirely for uh, it. Yeah. So, yeah, granted, they don't get, like, it's not a formal Deus Ex Machina in the sense that, like, you know, they're, they're suddenly saved. But, like, exactly. I, I, I feel that just a huge... It, like hugely important part of the plot just being revealed on a whim and then explaining that huge important part of the pl plot with one plot device you know the oh i erased your memory plot device is i don't know it, it was kind of weak to me you know i'm not saying it, it like ruined the show for me but i, I was like oh come on you could have done it a bit better you know i was kind of disappointed at that point uh, but you guys have given me some things to think about is there i mean like I, di I didn't really expect these points the points that you brought up to us hmm. Like, it's still, episode 8 is still a favorite moment for me, and I'm saying that, you know, uh, the brother is uh, is a bad character. It just, um, it was a low point uh, in terms of the storytelling, in my opinion. Right, right, no, yeah, no, I, I get what you mean, like, just kind of like, it's like you just want it to be better. But in, in, in a way, you still kind of, like, got something out of it. Yeah, no, I, I get what you mean. Like, it was like, I did have those moments throughout the story, and, like, even, like, even, like, my... The moments I love the most in the story, like, I feel like I kind of wanted more of. But even then, it was still, like, a good ride for me. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. But, I mean, kind of, like, as it... Well, like, now that... Like, while we're still talking about, like... While we're still talking about favorite moments in the story, like, I just kind of want to bring up what I really liked about the show myself. I really like the moments with, uh... With you and Tamori. Because it's, like, I really like their... I mean, I didn't... I like them, but, like, not because of, like, their... Their, like, romantic relationship. 
or like whatever was like foreshadowed. I liked it because it's like we're learning more about you, learning more about now, and well, well now Tamori, and kind of like learning about both sides, like learning about what their family situations like, like learning about like t- learning about Tamori was one of the best parts for me. Episode two is also one of my favorites, and that's the one that gets into her backstory with her with her brother. Another tragic moment, right, where you see her brother like. Uh, in a psychiatric ward, right? <laughs> it, it's kind of fucked up that a lot of our favorite moments are, you know, depressing ones, but it goes to show how how well it's done, you know? Yeah, from, from a character development standpoint, like, she was, she got a lot of time, and I really like that, because I found her character to be most interesting for me out of the whole show. Well, I, I hope, I hope she has a good development, because, you know, she is the main character, right? That's what, that's what you would expect. It was just yeah. even that. The, the thing, I've seen a lot of shows where main characters even like don't have enough for me. Like, like the uh, uh, oh my god, sorry. <clears throat> Very bad cough. I said Mikasa. <clears throat> Terrible cough. Yeah. But uh, my point is like I really like because she was so like shy and like conserved like when like when we started at the beginning and then as she opened wait, up. Wait, wait, who, who now? To, yeah, now. Well, I mean, because she. she I mean, yo, she the, fucking sacks him the first episode. What the fuck are you talking about? Shy? No, did we watch the same show? I'm, I'm talking about when she was in class. And like, she, no, not, not, okay, shy is the wrong word for it. I meant serious. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Are, okay. Yeah, yeah, she was serious. Because, I mean, like, uh, yeah, I did, shy just kind of came out, but like, I meant like an S word. <laughs> you know, like, whatever. Uh, it's just like, she kind of like, gave off a very, like, serious aura. Like, she, like, she looked like the kind of person that didn't really want to talk about things, or, like, or either that, or, like, she, she had a lot in her mind. And, like, she kind of, like, she doesn't show that all that much. She slowly shows that, because, like, like, while spending more time with, like, somebody like you. And then, like, we learn about her brother, we learn about, like, what she likes, and, like, her, like, her dreams, like, what she wants to do. And, like, she, and, like, she, at one, like, at one point, she kind of just had, like, no hope for her brother. She's, like, she thinks she's, like, he's gone forever. And, like, deep down, you kind of know, like, she wants to see her brother again, like, normal. Like, normally. And then when you bring, like, the vocalist of S.H.I.E.L.D. to to him, and, like, we essentially fix him, like, she, she was very happy. Like, she, like she, she broke a smile, like, we don't, which we don't see that much from her. And, like, she said thank you. And, like, like her character just, like, kind of grew, and I really like that. Like, I feel like that dynamic between her and you just were all the most, like, most treasured memories on the show. Um, I just wanted to mention, in regards to the... You were mentioning her brother and such. I kind of liked the brother as a character. He kind of grounded her character. Like, he kind of grounded Now's character and explained a lot. You know, the her taste in music was from her brother and the fact that she cares. And do you see what I mean? And she wants him to be better. I just felt really upset because of him, right? Because I can relate to that. Because, you know, the, the brother's ill and then you know that he's not going to be able to get out of it. And even at the end of the anime, I don't think he actually recovers. Do you see what I mean? Well, he recovers. There's a scene where it shows like it's strongly implied that he's recovered. No, it doesn't. He's listening to he's listening to the music, and he's still in the hospital bed. So it, it, it can be said he's not recovered. Kind of like he's like he's lo- he's regained his like sanity. M- maybe. Yeah. yeah, he's not like tearing up his pillows. If it was the case that he wasn't listening to the music. Or he was listening to music and then he took the music out of his ears and then we would see that. But I don't think that he's recovered. It's kind of like that woman, the blind lady that came in and sang for him. He was pretty chill. And from what I know, he was listening to the same music. Yeah, yeah, like he heard it like straight from her with her own voice. And like just her singing, like just kind of like it kind of connected to like who he was like on the inside. It's like it kind of like... 
it's I like think it, the whole point of that scene is not you know the, the question of oh is he fully recovered or not is completely irrelevant that's not the point of that scene the point of that scene is that he's found peace yeah he's found peace and he's like kind of in in like one way or another how small it is he's kind of like come back but he's not like completely he's not completely well like he's still like like still like mentally scarred i would have liked to have seen him become fully better i know that is too like looking for the bright it's side. dangerous to, I understand to project that. your own your own expectations for the story like i don't know i felt everyone else got a happy ending and then he didn't well, get well, he didn't Bish, come back i i would have liked to have a season three of haganai okay you know, kevin like, let's not bring haganai back in every episode that we do jesus christ the, the point is like it's unfair to to project your own you know expectations onto the show i assume a lot of you guys want like both you guys want to talk about was the final episode because I because just because there were a lot of things that like I mean for better or worse there were a lot of things that we really want to talk about I I'd assume just about like what happened throughout that how how fast it went or like just kind of the content in itself it's like what do you think of the content what do you think of the pacing um I'll, I'll be real with you guys uh, when I watched it for the first time um I I almost forgot about <laughs> the thirteenth episode I thought that it was a twelve episode anime and then I went to check and I was like. Uh, uncontrolled was like lowering up episode 13 and i was like wait what i thought charlotte was a 12 episode anime but so i was like okay i guess there's an epilogue um so I, I already wasn't expecting episode 13 right in my opinion that just speaks volumes about the pacing of this show right for me it didn't feel like it needed episode 13 in fact i think that episode 13 fucked everything up right but uh refresh my memory guys does he leave to go on the world fucking expedition on episode 13 or at the end of episode 12 is that i believe it's at the end of episode 12 if they fucking left that shit open i would have been fucking happy right because they're hinting at his relationship with now and stuff all the plot lines with you know the side characters are closed um the little sister it's not not the little not use little sister but misa and her little sister get closure with each other right um, and all the loose ends are tied and stuff. Not necessarily well, but all of them are tied, right? So you feel that, okay, everything that needed to be said in the, yeah, there is a closure. Everything that needed to be said um, by, the, by the authors or by the studio has been said. And then fucking episode 13 comes out of the left field, right? And shoves all of this fucking content, right? He literally, like, guys, let's take a th moment to think about this. He literally goes around the entire fucking world and finds every single person with a fucking ability do you think and this is a question for you i personally i think you could have padded out that content into a second season do you agree with that i, w I was actually about to say that i was like th this is it, it sounds to me like they were desperately trying to add the pilot episode of a second fucking season or something at the very end of the show i don't know why and clearly they, they i was i'm joking of course because they they planned for Charlotte to end in one season, right? So I have no idea what the fuck they were thinking when they were like, huh, how about we have him literally go around the entire world in 24 fucking minutes and expect this to not fuck up our plot? I don't know what the fuck they were thinking because... I mean, it's, it's another fucked up moment, I know, but it just I kind of like seeing him kind of change into somebody completely different. Like but him no, trying to like grasp onto himself. It was fucking infuriating for me because... Episode 12, I was... My state of mind in episode 12 was like, I mean, I'm okay, okay, I'm not talking about is... the pacing. I'm not talking about, like, the, the story of the episode itself. I'm just talking about his character. Yeah, no, I'm talking about his character as well, right? And in episode 12, my mindset was, oh, that was a good show. I, I liked Charlotte. I'm done watching Charlotte. Uh, in, in episode 13, right, 
just after the ending, right, where you saw you progress from, you know, this dick in episode one, and you see him go through all of this pain and this growth as a character, right, all of these relationships, you, he, it, he loses all of that shit, right, and most people were like, technically, Kevin, te technically, he doesn't lose it because the power of friendship doesn't rely on memories and stuff, like, no, fuck you, like, it, it's, it deconstructs, you know, Bish, you were talking earlier about how, um, the, the death little sister might have, you know, fucking undone some of the the tra like the the tragedy of her death and stuff, right? For me, episode thirteen was like the same thing, but it it was like the antithesis to the entire fucking show, right? Because at the end of the day, he he loses like think about it. He not only does he lose memories of uh, of now, right, his love interest, he loses memories of his fucking sister and his brother and literally everyone of himself even, right? So, don't try to wrap this shit up with a cliche that, oh yeah, um, friendships and bonds transcend memory or whatever, right? It's bullshit. I do agree, it was very subtle. It, like, it did kind of come out of nowhere. It's, but like, I mean, at the same time, it's, I mean, I can't really, I don't want to use the word it's realist. I don't want to use the phrase it's realistic because the whole, like, superpower thing, like, that that develops through adolescence, uh, is, act, is In itself, realistic, per se. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's, I would like, argue, it's like it's it's like when you think about it, like trying to build all this, all these things into his brain, he eventually yeah. it, it kind of like it affects him psychologically. It's like you can't really think the same way again. Like yeah. he was like he was he was sleeping, and when he'd wake up, he would find that he did something that he'd just regret. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I found it was touching. You know, like it wasn't an entirely bad episode. Right? I I was kind of tearing up when you know he's wandering through the desert, right, and he sees what now gave him, right, and he remembers. What, why am I so attached to this? Why do I always have this with me, right? It's not entirely bad, but it just... The the idea of the episode in of itself, in my opinion, is... It, it's so counterintuitive to what they were trying to build up in the rest of the season, right? And they could they could have ended in episode 12, right? And also, like, but what you said about, oh yeah, um, episode 13 isn't technically unrealistic because, you know, the, the show itself is... You know, is set in this uh, fantasy world, right, where we all have powers. But, but even that, in my opinion, does not that argument does not hold water. All right, why? Because I mean, yes, that's, not, that's what I said. Like, I can't really say that because it's like again, like we don't really know like the psychological, like like how how the powers affect you psychologically. Even then, just the fact that he like that he is able to fucking track every single person in the world with an ability and does all that shit, you know. Within like what a year was it or two years or something? Is just it again? It's just so fucking unrealistic and astoundingly dumb to me that it it contrasts with the other authentic, you know, tragic moments like when he loses his sister, right? Like, so again, there, this is coming up again where there's this contrast between the serious, you know, relatable moments, right, in the anime where where you're really anchored in the moment, right, and you you feel for the characters, and other moments where you're like. This is so fucking stupid, right? You're you're completely detached from the the show's world and everything that we're trying to build. I didn't think it was like stupid per se. I mean, I do I, I do know what you're saying though. It's like it kind of like when they from twelve to thirteen, it kind of felt like the show took a completely different turn and kind of did things very differently and kind of destroyed like the foundations of a lot of things that they built up. Like, it's like it's like I I do I, like that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like I, I I agree with you to like like to some extent. It's like I do there are points where it's like like you know like it's like his character like. I wouldn't say it's really stupid. I wouldn't say it's like the whole episode just kind of like didn't make sense. But like I do, 
I do think they could have done it a lot better. And like like you said, like the idea of like having that fleshed out in like a second season, I would have liked that. Like ending at episode twelve, I felt like it would it would have had like the open to interpretation. I, I, I of, admit like, that it, it could have been a second season, right? Because of how much shit they try to shove in. Would I have liked that to be the subject of second season? No. Okay, in a movie maybe, but in a second se like see just him traveling around the world alone for fucking 12 more episodes while ignoring the original cast I, i'll be honest with you in 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 the way that they usually would do a second season in terms of that story arc they might refer back to her so we don't know specifically how they would have done a second season if they would have included this content but even then in my opinion it, it was just seeing him like you know lose himself as he travels around the world it it it, it, it undoes so much of what they were trying to build right i i would be less um, angry if they had done it well if you know if uh they, they mentioned you know <laughs> you know the, the idea of friendships and bonds transcending memory or whatever earlier into the episode and stuff then yeah okay i would have been okay with that and and sure you can argue that you know they did try to do that with a brother and they're like oh i'm still your brother and you still love me even though you don't have any memory of me but even that was again was it was out of nowhere that was also not well done, in my opinion, right? So that's the problem. It's just the, these sudden plot reveals, right? Or these... To kind of build on, like, what you're saying and, like, the idea of, like, a season two. Because, like, obviously a season two of just that wouldn't really work. So I think they could have done... They could have taken that plot, fleshed it out, but they would have added, like, a sub-story to it. Like, for example, like, it's like he has to... Like, he's struggling trying to act... Trying to, like, travel through the world because of maybe, like, maybe certain issues he comes upon comes upon along the way and like maybe like just just internet like international laws like just kind of tra like traveling laws or he could have like had like a threat to deal with like somebody who like hunts down people with powers because like he has his own twisted mentality but honestly if, if that was the case for me like it would the second season if the second season focused on that right it's it's characters the themes in my opinion would have been too different it would be unrecognizable as a series so in my opinion i wouldn't even want a second season and in, in if if I were the director, what I would have done, or the producer rather, I would have ended it at episode twelve. It was it was like the perfect way to end the show, right? There was no reason to add that episode. Within that final episode, um, I'm not sure if you remember this, when he gets the healing powers from Peru, and he's like, "Oh, I can heal my eye and just prevent everything from happening." I thought that's what they were gonna do, and to be honest, that would have personally for me, that would have been a better thing for them to have done than do this whole uh, around the world trip no that would be that would have been more of the same where it's like well oh, i mean then if it, then it would have made the whole like i'm traveling around the world like thing and like playing that like playing the, everything prior redundant no that would have made the entire series redundant because you'd have to travel to before like they were being experimented on right so even that's that's even worse and again that's just that's that's so sudden right that, like, I don't like the idea of them trying to fix all of this shit in one episode with one plot device. No, of course, I understand that there wasn't enough episodes to kind of fully flesh out the ending. But as, as Joe said, Joe made a good point. That could have been a movie. And then they could have just ended on episode 12. That would have made like, a lot of sense. Like, yeah, I... I or Honestly, I wouldn't even have liked to see him travel around the fucking world. I think that the way that they left it open-ended at the end of episode 12 was, was great, because that's how most shows end, right? They, they leave a bit to, be, to, to your imagination, right? So, 
you know, you can, you can fill in um, the ending with your, your own story, right? You have your own theories. It, it gets fans to discuss the show, whereas now it's like the only reason people are discussing the ending is because people are bitching about it, and rightfully so, in my opinion. I mean, it, it's more less, less of a bitching, more of like just like a desire for it to be for it to have been a little different. Well, not like a little different for it to have been like just like they, w they should have done it like yeah done it well like done it a lot better than what they presented to us like there were different ways to approach it but i think like the fact of the matter is like episode three like like was either like not needed or just like it was Wait, just do poorly three, done do you mean three or 13 uh, 13 13 13 okay yeah in my opinion it was better if they, they they hadn't done it it was like again it's not entirely bad there were some emotional moments in that episode but it, it harmed the show a lot more than it did good, in my opinion. And just think about it this way. To get an idea of why I dislike episode 13 so much and why so many other fans like it so much, what would have changed if... Uh, like, you could literally replace the entirety of episode 13 if, I don't know, God descended from the fucking heavens and was like, you, you now have the ability to erase everyone's abilities with the snap of your finger, but in exchange, you lose your memories. If that, if that had happened, nothing would have changed. The outcome of that happening and the outcome of episode 13 are exactly the same, right? Because in the meantime, like, now and the other characters don't develop, you, you just follow you during the entirety of episode 13, right? So for me, it's, it's not an episode, episode 13 isn't a deus ex machina, but it might as well be because it's, it's out of the blue and it's fucking poorly done and it's rushed. The fact that it was, you know, out of the left field, right? They pulled it out of fucking nowhere, and they, they rushed it. No, I mean, it wasn't pulled out of nowhere because we were expecting him to kind of, like, go around the world. It's just, it wasn't like... Yeah, but in, in one episode? Like, in one episode? No, 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 but that that's not pulling it out of nowhere. That's just a matter of, like, can like can we actually do this in an episode? And how we, as we saw, like, they didn't But do they did well. pull the memory loss bullshit out of their asses, though, right? Because they just said... Because you only figure out that he's losing his memory during episode 13. We, we can't say... Okay, we can't say it's out of, like out of their asses so to speak it's, it's more of like yeah, my, my bad it's not it, the it's episode like, itself is out of their asses because they do mention episode 12 but i mean like them the... because it's like we don't know how it affects them psychologically we can't say that we, like we can't say that like it totally like the powers have been affecting them psychologically but we can't also say that it hasn't that, that's the thing about episode 13 that my two main gripes there, yeah there, about are, it... there are a lot of things you don't know are you, is that what is that what you mean like just a lot no, of things it, it's just my, my two main gripes about episode 13 right and i, I don't think any of our responses to this problem so far have addressed both of them. The first one is that a the memory loss, um, I think, is counterproductive and it harms the development and it it, it, it kind of removes from the, the satisfaction and sense of closure that you would get from an ending that you would expect from an ending. And secondly, not only is the the memory loss um, plot device harmful to the overall story, in my opinion, it's also rushed in one episode, right? So that just adds to the fucking uh to the bonfire that is episode 13 you know in the end we do like i i, I get what you're saying like it's like i mean I don't, i'm just repeating my words at this point but like the point is charlotte didn't end the way we wanted to i mean we uh, but overall i'd say that like i think you guys can agree that like for the most part or for like for like for the entirety of it like you could say that charlotte was just kind of like 
was, had a lot of good moments. Yes, yeah, I can't deny that. And it's the moment it, you kind of no, treasure. yeah. It, overall, it's uh, I think I give it a four point five in spite of that ending on on Eminent Planet. Right, it's still a great show. It's just it, it's a shame that you know the it's a show of extremes in my opinion. When it what it does well, it does very well. But where it fucks up, it it just it falls flat on its face into a pile I, of shit. I completely agree with that, Kevin. And I also think. There is a big risk because it is a um, it is an original it's an original thing and they they have to take risks in this and there is no there is no source material for them to base it off of so it might explain I'm not trying to give them a way out and say look this explains all the plot holes but it might might explain them a little bit more I can like I can forgive them a bit more knowing that it is an original anime. If this was a if this was a um, you know light novel or manga adaptation, I would have been like, you know what, fuck this anime. But because it is a a a, an original, I'm more inclined to be like, you know, softer on it. And yes, it does have, as you said, the moments that it does well, it does well, and then the rest of the moments, unfortunately, they don't hold up. But I, I would say this anime for me is it's it's quite mediocre. On the whole? Or? No, not necessarily on the whole, but I, I, some areas feel very mediocre, and then the, you get those really good parts. But it's still. What do you think overall, though? Overall, I, I felt it was it was an okay anime. It was great at the beginning, and then towards the end, it was like, eh, eh. You know what I mean? I I like animes that get me all the way through. And unfortunately, it kind of put a bad taste in my mouth towards the end. Kind of like, I don't know. It, I was explaining to Kevin Orimo? before. <laughs> not not on the term of Orimo, but I was explaining to Kevin. Remember, Kevin, when I said it reminds me a lot of Kiznaiva? And you were like, what the fuck? Why did you say okay, that? Okay, let's, 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 let's not go that far. I mean, I don't think it, I don't think it deserves to be compared to Kiznaiva, all right? I mean... I, I didn't mean it reminded me one-to-one of Kiznaiva. What it reminded me of was, this was the show I was expecting Kiznaiva to be. Do you see what I mean? When I was trying to explain why I didn't like Kiznaiva, it's because I, f- I was going into Kiznaiva thinking it was going to be like this show, and it wasn't. So that's why I really kind of more so enjoyed it, because I felt satisfied. I felt like, man, there's a hole in my heart that's being filled in because of this anime. Do you see what I mean? Now, now that you mention, actually, it really is like Kiznaiva, isn't it? Where it's like, uh, kids are like being fucking experimented it, and in that fashion to an extent also reminds me of Terra and Resonance. I don't know if you guys have watched that, but you know, the, this theme of, you know, kids being experimented on and stuff and friendships and bonds and shit. I, uh, I, I find that, yeah, it, it does fill in that niche that Kiznaiver was trying to fill in, but I, I, I feel that it is insulting to compare the two. Yeah, if you want to talk about the characters, I mean, we've been raving on and on and on about you, about now and stuff, right? But they're, there are secondary characters, right? As much as that, you know, be surprising considering how how much they appear in the second half of the show. What I want to know is, like, now that we've talked about, like, just, like, story mainly, I want to know, like, what you guys thought about the characters within it. Like, what's you, like, your favorite character designs, your, like, your least favorite characters, your... I would say my favorite character within this whole anime has got to be the, uh, sister. Little sister. Yeah, man. I'm I'm not a lollicon or anything. I'm just saying that because it's it's the Nanako let let's call it the Nanako effect, right? Especially when 
little sisters die. She dies. She so dies. Just to be clear, guys. Um, sh what Bish is saying is that he's not a lollycon. He's not a lollycon. He's just into lollycons that end up dying, dying in the story. No, is what he's I, trying. I, I feel to that say. because you get such a connection with her. <laughs> like there is, other than you, that she gets quite a lot of screen time. You know, you know her interests. You know that after you know the mom is gone, she's the one that takes care of the family. She's the one that cooks, and you know she can't necessarily like she can cook good food when she's not using that shitty. Pizza she sauce. really is like Nanako, isn't she, she? She is. Like, just not just in her character, but her, her dynamic with you also reminds me of, uh, of Nanako. And Nanako with you. Like, yeah. the, even the main character is the same yeah. name. But they... So it, it's interesting because they, she has the same dynamic. She has the same sort of tropes. But I don't know. I feel more connected to her than I did with Nanako. Because Nanako was, like, too precious, right? But she's... Like you see that she's um she's human. Like she has she's she gets upset, she gets annoyed, she also gets really happy when she sees um the idol on TV and it's like that's why I really like her as a favorite character. But as as okay, so, so you you find her re relatable. Yeah, re very relatable because I'm like, wow, that's that would have been me, you know, when I was a kid. Do you see what I mean? But it's also the fact that she takes on responsibility. That's what I like as well, because I'm like, wow, I couldn't have done that. Like, there are parts of her that I see that relate to me, but it's also parts of her that I want to be. Do you see what I mean? Like, she's very responsible. And I would like to be like that. That's just me. I look up to her as a character. Uh, in terms of least favorite characters, I would have to say it's the, the guy... <laughs> I can't even remember his name. Don't say it. Don't say it. What? What are you gonna say? Who teleports? What was I gonna say? The guy who teleports. I'm gonna call what Bish is gonna say. All right. He's gonna fucking shit. He's gonna shit on Takajul because he's gonna be like he's that one character from what is that anime again that we fucking the the, the shoe. He's like shoe. You're gonna compare him to Shu, and you'll be like, "Oh yeah, he's actually just a fucking trope." I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna compare him to Shu, but don't don't talk shit about my boy Takajuro. Okay, man. don't talk. Shit he's about gonna my talk boy. about how bad he hates him, and he's gonna connect him to Shu. I'm not gonna connect him to Shu, but I will talk about how how much I dislike him as a character. I don't hate him. Oh and my I'll god! Explain, I'll no. explain. Tread he, carefully. He tread kind carefully. of reminds me of the main, like, see, you know, CN Pyle from Excel. He reminds me a lot of CN Pyle from Excel, mixed in with Sky High. Like, that's what he kind of reminds me of. And it, it's um. But those characters are so they're cool characters. They're so good, but though. in the sense that he's he's the side character. Like, I understand. Look, he's the side character. That's fair enough. But I wanted to see more of him, and I also find that he's too tropey. It's like. Come on, man! Like you're, you're too much. And I understand. Like, okay, he's just—he's the butt of every joke. Like, with the um, you know, him being a pervert over the idols. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. He wasn't a pervert. He was just really into. Joe, free, I, like, I believe at one point his nose was bleeding. Okay, so yeah, because he's really into you. No, Joe. Only perverts have their nose bleed. Okay, that's not—that's not up for discussion. No, no, no. Dude, do you, did you not see? Uh, no, Ayumi was bleeding out because she saw Yusuri. Joe, he's flesh. also the president of a club that that talk about idols, and let's not talk about that. But it's also the fact that he's very like he always gets hurt. He's kind, of, you know, like Chie in um, Persona, how she was the butt of every joke. It's the same sort of thing. It's like, 
Come on. You fucking loved Chie though. What the fuck? Double standards? I, I loved Chie, but I felt that Chie had done... They, they had done a disservice to, to Chie. Yeah, what the fuck? I don't get this, Bish, because in my notes, I specifically, the, the only thing I noted about Takajou actually was biggest bro in the series. I don't like For me, Takajou was like the, he like was like broske, alright? He was like broske. <laughs> this man bled for you. And what? Yeah, no, no, no. He, I don't want him to see see him getting hurt every time just trying to get that beef curry. It doesn't make, it's like, okay, we get it. You like fucking beef curry. Fuck off. I, okay, we can all admit that he's tropey. He's right? too and tropey. And I, I'm right? also disappointed that, uh, like, but the thing is, I really liked him in the, the initial phases of the anime, right? When it was still, like, in this, you know, slice exactly. of life, you know. I did uh, enjoy him there. Uh, like, like Scooby-Doo-like format, where it's, like, a different mystery at every episode, right? Yeah, I, I just felt that if you're gonna shit on him, you know, I would agree if you shit on him in, in the latter half of the show, because in the, in the second half... Him and Yusarin and Misa are just fucking shelved, right? It concentrates on, like, Nao, on Ayumi, and on you, right? And the side characters are shelved for whatever reason, right? So, I mean, in a lot of ways, that couldn't be helped, but I do kind of see what you mean. I, I think they should have accompanied him on his adventures or something, right? Because, I mean, Nao is also part of the club, right? Why should the others be pushed aside, you know? So, yes, I it, it, it may be... Yeah, but it may be hypocritical of me, right? But I don't... In, in this case... I like what little I saw of the character, and I, I don't necessarily blame the character um, himself for being weak. I blame it on the fucking shitty-ass, like, you know, pacing and structure of this show. So what, what did you guys think in terms of um, favorite, least favorite? I already defended Dakadrill, right? But uh, in all seriousness, um, I, I feel that it's another case where... They developed the, the the main characters so well, and they developed the side characters so shittily that you don't really have a choice but to choose the main character or one of the main characters as your favorite character because they're the only ones that have uh, any you know uh, respectable amount of character development, right? I mean, uh, before I got onto my my favorite character, all I gotta say is I gotta give a shout out to uh, to Misa, right? Because I feel that you no. Know, she had a really interesting dynamic with her sister and stuff, and with the rest of the cast, right? Even though I, I, f I feel that she, her, her presence kind of fucked over her sister, Yusarin, right? Because whenever she was there, her sister couldn't be there, right? And her sister was kind of pointless, let's be real, for the entire show, because she doesn't even fucking remember, um, she doesn't even, she isn't conscious of the fact that her sister is back until the very fucking end anyways, right? And she doesn't really do much. Because it's it's mainly Misa that looks. Yeah, but she's her, being possessed, right? So it makes sense. Yeah, that's the fucking problem. But that's not. I don't but think like that's the problem. I think that's quite smart, to be honest, because you get two characters and one. Yes, one character is not but as she, developed as the other one, but you know, it, you don't expect. But she gets it. shafted so hard, though, right? Like she remembers like literally nothing, which I find weird because like um, while. When Misa isn't possessing Yusarin, she still rem she still sees what others are doing because she can pop up at any time, right? But the inverse is not true, so she gets kind of shafted in terms of character development. Because if you're fucking like suffering from amnesia like half of the fucking show, you can't develop as a character, right? Like, it's not. No, she doesn't hear voices, but it's just she she doesn't remember what happens when she's being possessed by her sister. Yeah, right? well, I mean, I've seen a lot of like stories do that. I mean, like, I mean, I don't want to compare it, but like, it's. It's just kind of like it's it's not 
I mean, the whole, like, she, no, 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 like, it's like, the whole, like, like don't remember anything kind of makes sense because your brain is being replaced at that moment. It's not like not remembering anything, it's more like your, like, your consciousness is cut off. Yeah, but at that very same time, Kevin did raise a good point. You, you could be, How come the sister yeah, you can, can raise a point can... that, or maybe her, she's just taking a back seat. Like, in some other shows and movies, that's how it works, that's how possession works, right? Like, in Black Mirror, there's... In, well, in the Black Museum episode, that's how it worked, right? So, I mean, the, the argument is a moot point because it can, you can argue for both sides using the exact same logic. But I right? also think within this anime, it's the case that that in itself was poorly written because the sister is aware of what's going on because she can, you know, as Kevin said, she snaps at any but, time. But then again, Bish, you can use Joe's argument and be like, well, the sister isn't having her mind replaced, right? The physical body belongs that you said in her, blah, blah. It can get into stupid semantics and stuff and can argue in circles all day if you want. Yeah, so it's kind of useless to, to bring it up because but e either way, at the end of the day, I, I find that Misa, okay, she's interesting dynamic with her sister, even though her sister was disappointing, right? But in terms of my favorite character, it has to be now. I know. I, I'm a basic bitch, alright? But it's... Well, who the fuck else would you pick? There are like two... There are like three Kevin, choices. Kevin, I was gonna, the, the I was gonna pick the same thing, and I did discuss it with you. I, I did say she did remind me a lot of Taiga from Toradora, but that was the reason why I didn't pick. Just saying. Well, because you're a fucking contrarian then, you fucking hipster. It's not my fault. I have good taste. You just want to be cool. You know, like, well, oh, yeah, I, don't want, I, don't, hipster, right? I don't want to pick the my character. My favorite character was actually a minor character. <laughs> was it Tukajou? I fucking swear to God, Joe. I swear. Well, Tukajou's a main character. I meant I'm a minor no, character. What? No, he's a side character. He's a side character. He's not a main character, dude. He is definitely... Because he, I mean, he doesn't do much, but like, he has a presence throughout like almost every episode. If he disappeared... He's a main character, dude. If he disappeared, literally nothing would change, dude. You know, a lot of things would change. The the memes would be gone, but literally nothing else would change. No, the bro dude, the bro scenes. Yeah, no one cares yeah. about fucking bro well, who's scenes. Who's the bro scenes? Joe. The memes, this isn't JoJo's. Joe. This isn't JoJo. I mean, what is this with JoJo's? This is like every show. Okay, Joe. There's too many bros, okay? One bro is too many bros. Nonetheless, okay. You want to know my favorite characters? Are you guys ready for this? It is Kumagami. If you guys, you guys, look, the guy who would um, tell us who, like, yeah, like the the white haired dude. No, because he was using uh, just like how uh, like Takajo is a bro to you, like Kumagami is a freaking bro to like his brother. Oh, I feel so sorry for him, man. I today I learned Joe <laughs> has a Joe has a Winnie the Pooh fetish. Oh uh, no. No, to be honest, I don't. Why I don't understand why he was considered like a smaller character because, because he doesn't I, I, he has he I mean, he, sure he doesn't have as much of a role but like kumagami didn't have as much of a role as like like characters like you or like uh mm -hmm. namori like stuff like that uh well tomorrow rather <clears throat> but like he i liked his interactions with the shinsuke and how he kind of helped him with like building this academy and basically sticking with him despite him not remembering that like the time jumps that that Shinsuke did. Like it was kind of like he was sticking with him to the so very like end. They were kind of like partners in a lot of way. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, pretty much. But like, I just kind of liked that dynamic he had with I, I, like I can Shinsuke. smell Bish's anger right now. It's, I just really liked him. He like he did a lot of things for the characters, and he he was he was just. Like he had a, he was involved even if he wasn't like directly involved with like the main story's plot, and just like it made all, his death at the end a lot worse for me. Honestly, I didn't really give a shit because I mean he he was developed as a character so late that I was like okay, 
Uh, let's see, during the first half of the anime, he was this random faceless NPC. Like, literally faceless <laughs> NPC. Or not NPC, Jesus Christ. Side character, right? That you know nothing about. The fact that, like, he... He, he, li like, he lived was, helping somebody so and he cliche, died helping though. somebody. It was so cliche. Like, Excuse me? Did you not see his death coming? Did you expect Tomori to die? I expected, okay, I expected him to kind of be, like, just out of commission, but I did not expect him to kind of, like, take a spear to the body to, to help, uh, to help Tomori. Aw, oh, man, for me, uh, for me, it was like, I was like, w when the building started collapsing, right, and he was in the same room as Tomori, I was like, sorry, dude, you're gonna, you, you gonna die today. <laughs> no, like, okay, so after I saw him, like, to getting, like, tortured like that, I didn't expect him to kind of, like... I didn't expect him to be the same after that. Like, I didn't... Like, I thought it was just gonna have, like, there was gonna be a point where, like, after we saved him, he would just be a different person. Well, I mean, not a different person, but, like, just kind of, like, just, com like, completely different with, like, how he looks and, like, how he acts. So a different person? But, like, <laughs> I can get a I, No, I can get a lot deeper into it, but, I mean, I'm not getting... Okay. This is not a philosophy podcast. <laughs> okay. All right. I get you, man. Like, I just didn't expect him to just go out like that. Like, just, okay. like... That's, with... It's funny, because for me, I was, I don't know, it, it was really, I don't know, I was like, okay, he dies. Let, let's see what happens. But, like, um, he has relatively little screen time, but, like, what what makes you gravitate towards him so much? I think it was because, like, just kind of the, mis the mystery behind him around the beginning, and, like, at, then, like, when he started getting, like, exposition about him. Like, that's when I started liking him a lot more. And, like, just kind of looking back on what he did in the past, it's, like, it kind of, like, it kind of gives you an idea of, like, it kind of makes you rethink how he approached each scene. Because now you know why he, like, drenched his, like, his hair with water, and... Like, you learn more about his power and, like, what he does and, like, why he's doing these things. So, I, I, just, found, I just found him nice. Like, I found him, like, he wasn't, like, the character the most spotlight, but he he had a good place in my heart. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That, that's yeah. sad. But least favorite characters, though, because Bish, you know, went on a salty rant about our best boy. Um, but do you have any favorite character, or sorry, least favorite characters in this show, Joe? Because for me, I'll say it right now, I I don't really. I mean, there, there are mediocre characters but there's no one that i hate you know like there's no mikasa for me in this uh in this show i would have to say like although i really liked misa i didn't really like yusa as much because she was fucking useless she was well, i mean i mean she was only like, i feel like for the most part she served to kind of like she was there just so that that misa could be in the show well, that and, like, she was there to kind of offer emotional support. So, in a lot of ways, she was a feel-good character. And she also offered some sort of plot relevance. But it's, like, her own character just kind of struggled to, like, stick out to me like you or, or now. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, of course. Because, like, there are two opposite ends of the spectrum, right? You are now our main character who have the most development. And, like, <laughs> and then you said in, like, has next to no... Well, she has as much screen time as, like, you know... Uh, She's like as much of an idol as you'd expect her to be, <laughs> but yeah, those those are basically my. Uh... Hang on, there was this one. This is there's this one side character though that I that I could sort of ship you with. She's a side character though. Um, she's 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 part of um, Yu's brother's gang. Um, the girl who who could erase memories or no, the girl who could put people to sleep. Madoki. Yeah, th there you go. That's her name. Yeah. Didn't she also kind of like talk to you a bit? And they were kind of hanging out. You know who she reminded right? me of? She reminded me of Petra from um, from Attack on Titan. You know, you know, Petra, Petra the one that was in um, the guy's gang. I forgot his name. Uh, Levi, the one that died. The one that Levi was in love with. Oh, she reminded me of Petra. <laughs> yeah, she, I remember her now. She was a total Petra. 
Hell yeah. To me. I got that vibe. <laughs> I don't know. They, they had a bit of a moment. It's a very small moment, so I'm grasping at straws here without a doubt, but like, it was something. It could happen. I don't know, but yeah, like you said, this, <laughs> this show doesn't really give you much room to... Yeah, if, if we're talking about like minor characters, friggin' she didn't have as much screen time she should have. <laughs> Unfortunately, the, the side characters are, for the most part, in my opinion, pretty forgettable. Yeah, you know, it, it, again, it comes down to pacing. <laughs> but, but, uh, that said, like, any, any final thoughts? Like, any, like, major characters, minor characters, like, favorites, least favorites you want to talk about? I think we covered pretty much everyone. Well, anyone, anyone who's worth covering, anyways. <sighs> okay, Kevin. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, it was, it was nice, like, th like thank you guys for, it's kind of like, thank you guys for, like, the huge story discussion, the character discussion, just everything we talked about thus far, like, it was kind of nice going into, like, nice getting deeper into, like, the story of Charlotte, and, like, what it tried to do, what it failed at, but now that we're kind of pretty much done talking about just Charlotte itself, I kind of want to talk about the more, like, technical aspects of it, like, specifically, like, audio and visual components, so... To start with, to start with like audio, let's start with audio. Like, what did you guys think of just how it looked? Like the animation. Like, do you think it was it was smooth? Do you think it was choppy at times? Do you think it looked visually pleasing? Did you think there were moments where it just kind of it turned you off? Um, I found that uh, I don't know. I, I noted that the the 3D animation is pretty decent. Like in the in the club room scene in episode two, uh, I, I thought it was pretty nice. Right, so. It, it integrates 3D with 2D pretty well. I wouldn't say it's, you know, like, astoundingly good, but it was really well done. It, like, the, the color palette was a bit light, but overall, very sharp lines. Um, coloring was done really well, in my opinion. And, you know, the eyes in particular. I, I always find that uh, AP Works, they, they, they do the eyes very well, right? And that, that stands here as well. Art is pretty freaking good, in my opinion. Right? It's one of the, the high points of this show, honestly. It's okay. Admittedly, at some points, it, it does feel a bit light, right? Considering some of the themes they're trying to tackle, right? So there is a bit of a conflict, especially in episode eight, right? Um, where they still have that that very almost light-hearted art style for for use character, right? Since obviously it's not going to change, uh, it it kind of caused some conflicting moments, like in episode eight. But uh, on the whole, I found it was it was really well done, right? So no complaints there. It's good to hear. What um, about you, Bish? To be honest, it didn't really stand out much to me. Um, it, it seemed very typical PA Works sort of anime. You know, they've done the persona. Is that a bad thing, though? Because, I mean, PA Works does have really good art. It wasn't like... Um, I don't want to compare it to, like, Free. But Free had some great visuals, right? It wasn't like Kiyowani-type stuff. So it was, it was okay, but it seemed to me like... Run-of-the-mill type stuff like I wasn't too shocked by it or amazed by it But I do agree with Kevin with the the eyes were really well done Especially you know changing the colors and the animation was quite smooth throughout there I can admit that in terms of the 3d animation. I didn't quite notice that there was any 3d animation So that could say it, you know, I mean th that's a good thing if you don't if you if you notice it, it's either really good or like it's standing out. And really and the bad, ironic and... thing is, right, because I, I I do work within that sort of you know three D animation and things like that. I do know quite a lot about it, and for me not to notice that says lots about it. And it, it's nice; it blends in. You, that's what I like to see in anime: a three D animation that doesn't look like three D animation, like it's not noticeable, which is good. Right, like it. I mean, the animation. Oh. For me personally, like, another reason why I was so interested in Charlotte was because the animation. 
Because the animation, like, again, like, it gave me Andrew Beats vibes, because, like, Andrew Beats was the first, like, PA work show I saw. And, like, I was the only one I saw until I saw Charlotte. So, like, just kind of, like, looking at that and comparing the two, like, I really liked the, st- I really liked the style they, they went with for for Charlotte. Like, I really like that kind of, like, style they just stay, tra- that traditional style they stick with. And, like, it just kind of stick because, like, it's very simple, but it also, like, it has a lot of colors. The lighting is extraordinary. And, like, the way they animate it, like, it's just so smooth. Like, especially in, like, the opening and the ending, visually, they look stunning. Yes. Uh, you know, I want to go back to the whole Kiznaiva thing as well, because it, once again, the opening did give me Kizna vibes. Especially, you know, when you're, when you're jumping between all these different characters, you know, and they're all happy and shit, and it's like the music as well. It did give me a lot of Kizna vibes, and I did enjoy the way it was done. Um, more so, you know, I, I enjoyed the opening more so than the ending. Personally, the ending... Well, because the the ending is more like just, like, shots. Like, the opening is actually, like... Yeah, the, the ending is more like shots, and yeah. it kind of gave me the... I don't know. It was it was very plain. It was very boring. It didn't give me hype for the next episode. Yeah. The the ending really did not stand yeah. out for me. Um, well, let, let's be honest, guys. Like the that's the best part about the opening was seeing the Charlotte, like the the Charlotte title just coming in with mm. the stars. And I think even the music, like the. I disagree. I, do you guys not like the? I I fucking lucked up the the piano arrangement by uh, the Ishter on YouTube. I don't know if you guys know him, but he he does. Uh, piano arrangements of lots of uh, anime shows, right? Uh, and after I, I watched it, the, the first episode or the second episode, I was like, okay, I gotta listen to this on piano. And it was, it stood out to me. It was, it's really beautiful. I just can't describe it. It's, uh, it's not like, you know, hype inducing, but it's just well done, right? It's serene. Right, right. Like, that's actually, it's, it's actually good you mentioned that. Um, I mean, I guess now, now we're kind of, talking about the opening ending like it's a good idea to kind of just talk about how they sound like as far as audio is concerned uh just i really liked uh like like you said like just there's something about it just kind of felt that sounded very like serene does it make you feel nice it's like i think the best part about that opening was uh, just just to clarify like the opening if you don't want to listen to it yourself is called bravely you by leah um if you like you know that like the point where the music just drops and then it's just like it's just hear the piano and the vocals. I mean, like on- that, that was my favorite part. That that was what did it for me. Just like it just kind of like everything stops. It's all silent, and then it's just you hear nothing but the piano and her voice, and it it, it connected to me, especially with like the scenery they were showing. No, Le- Leah's version is awesome, but honestly, I'm not gonna lie here. The Ishtra's piano cover of it was was a reason why I was so obsessed because. Um, I, I listened to it and I was like, okay, you know what? With vocals, it's pretty fucking awesome. But the instrumental version, in my opinion, is just it. It strikes all the right chords. It makes all the the, the ending, especially of the opening, it, it makes it so much more powerful for me. I don't know. It just yeah, it's like it, because it makes you wish that the ending was just a lot better as far as the music's concerned. Like, I mean, wait, well, again, let me, to clarify, like, with the opening, the, the ending is called Yake Ochinai Tsubasa by Aoi Tada. I felt like the opening outclassed the ending in a lot of ways, and the ending yeah. song, like, it just... I liked it. I really liked it, but I it didn't it, do it honestly. for me. It, it, was, it was plain, you know, like... It's not yeah, like, terrible, I can't remember the ending as much as the opening. But, uh, 
it, it's not memorable like the opening is right it's very plain. like what about I, you bish it's like you like you kind of heard us talking about this like what did you think of like the opening and ending like how they sounded i've i've already mentioned it like the opening was great the ending not so great um i to me it didn't really stand out both of them like i can tell one was better than the other but i mean it's not something that i would go back and listen to it wasn't something that i'm gonna download on my iphone and just listen to it like what made you uh because we were talking about how much we love the opening why did you dislike the opening no, it wasn't, it wasn't dislike. i didn't say i disliked it i i mean it just oh, didn't oh, right, right 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 i meant like what did you like i can't what made you look, think I can't, like lower, i can't like, explain it it wasn't something that that like jumped out at me it just seemed very like just normal, normal. yeah it, is it, that what you mean all i got from it was it reminded me a lot of kiznaiva but then that was it i didn't really get much like you know happiness from it or much excitement okay okay yeah, yeah i get you um i okay so i mean then what did you guys think of in, in that case now that we're talking about the opening ending now if we kind of talked about how they sound like what you guys think of it what what about uh like just the, the songs in general because like you guys were commenting on how you like maybe like liked or like disliked the endings and openings and like, so i mean what you guys think of like the soundtrack as a whole like when like while the show was going on it's like what do you guys think of just like the soundtrack during episodes like the the voice acting yeah the the ost and like while we're at it like talk maybe like for like what about the voice acting and like just sound design in general like did you get any did you feel any sort of like theme with each with each song i mean i i found that uh if anything i'd say that for the voice acting it was above average right it was it was nice uh moments where it particularly stood out to me was um again going back to episode eight where he's grieving um his moments where he's just losing it or he's slipping and and he's grieving right the, the emotional moments is what really makes the, the voice actor shine, in my opinion. Uh, and, and, you know, during the normal episodes, right? I mean, it was good enough that, uh, you know, I, I didn't really have anything to say about it, right? So I guess he's doing his job well, right? And they handled the, the uh, emotional moments well, right? So that's all I can say, really. It was above average, not exactly um, something that I would find particularly memorable right i'm not gonna cite kiznaiver or sorry not kiznaiver cite uh, this show <laughs> i'm not gonna cite this show as you know as a golden standard of uh, voice acting right but it does its job and kudos to use voice actor for doing an extraordinary job during the uh, the emotional moments particularly during episode eight as for the ost again it it serves its purpose during the sadder scenes to get you in the mood, but I don't remember any particular songs from the OST, right? Not to say it's bad, it's just not up there for me. I, I agree with that, to be honest. Uh, with the voice acting and the sound design, the OST, I completely agree with Kevin on that. I, I don't think there's any much more that I can say. Would you disagree with that, Joe? I mean... I mean, well, I mean, I, I agree with say. the voice acting. I feel like the voice acting, like, didn't, like, I mean, it was great. I love, I, I really liked it, but, like, it was not, it wasn't something I, like, haven't heard before. However, I felt, I really liked the soundtrack and just kind of, like, it just, there's something, there's something about it just kind of, like, felt very, like. Do you remember any particular tracks that stood out to you while watching? I mean, I wouldn't, I, I couldn't tell you. I don't know the names of the tracks themselves, so I haven't, mm, like, But any particular scenes where you're, like, damn, the music goes well with this. Oh, I mean, I guess generally, like, with the more serious scenes, like, when, like, you had, like, the, 
like the music was very light. That's something I noticed. Like it wasn't like it was trying to be like over the top. Like it was kind of like it was very subtle, and like it kind of just felt nice listening to it. Like even when like with the more comedic moments where you had like the goofy music, the goofy music wasn't like over the top like you hear in like a lot of shows. It's like and, and like it, it it knew how to put music in the right places. That's that's I'd say that's a pro with the show. Like it didn't like it, it's like. It, it fit each song fit each scene well each respective scene and just listening to them made, like i feel like it amplified the scene and just made it like feel a lot more like a lot more authentic but uh but, but yeah like it, like any more thoughts on like like the sound like just how sound ought, like how sounded how it looked visually like etc not not really i mean i think in terms of audio visual the, the high points that i will remember and that I'll, I'll be talking about you know if i were to recommend this to people I'll be telling them about the, uh, particularly the opening, because the opening was fucking awesome. I would totally download that shit, by the way. Um, yeah, the opening, in my opinion, is a highlight, right? And honestly, the, the voice, the, not the voice acting in general, but particularly Yu's voice actor did uh, a pretty damn good job, in my opinion. So that's what stands out to me in this show. Alright, for reference, Yu's uh, voice actor is Koki Uchiyama. And his English voice actor is Ray Chase. I, I watched it in uh, the Japanese uh, dub, though. I have no right, idea right. what the, the English dub is. Just a little bit of info. I mean, I've, I haven't heard uh, haven't heard English, but I really liked his Japanese voice. Um, now that we've talked about just the technical aspect, like the, the design aspect, like story-wise and character-wise, like... I think it's a good place to to end it off. Like, be well, right before we end it off, like, what would you guys? What were your overall opinions on the anime? Like, would you recommend it to a friend? And like, what would you say your rating um, is? To be honest, I would recommend it, but I think I don't want to be that guy that says, "Oh, stop at episode 12." But it's kind of like that that Orimo thing for me. Like, if you don't watch the final it, bits, it's just a good anime. Other than that, ignorance is bliss, right? Ignorance is bliss. That's that's what I have to say about it. I would recommend it, but I think yeah. watch it maybe once or twice. And, uh, for and me, I mean, like overall, I I really liked it, and I would recommend it to people who like who, who like similar shows, right? Again, I'm I'm going back to Terror and Resonance. I, I think it's a lot more well done than Terror and Resonance, mind you, but also uh, Kiznaiver, right? If you like Kiznaiver, then I, I, in my opinion, you'll really like. See, Kevin, uh, I'm, right? at the beginning you you were like, no, it has nothing to Kiznaiver, and now you're referring Kiznaiver. I'm not denying. I never denied that it wasn't similar to Kiznaiver. I just said what I said, and I quote, was that it was insulting to compare the two. I don't know. For the five people who enjoyed Kiznaiver, you know, if you're one of the five, people you're who you're basically Kiznaiver, saying Tyson, you would enjoy. Uh, this. Sorry, sorry. If if. If if Tyson, Joe, and the three other people who loved Kiznaiver, then you'll love this show even more. Is what I'm trying to say. That's all. I re really like the show. I would definitely recommend it for sure. It's like talking about it kind of gave me an opportunity to look at it a little more critically. So I would say like I wouldn't just recommend this like no like nothing holding it nothing holding me back. It's like I would say like n like you brought up you brought to light issues that I didn't really think about and like now I've thought about it more. I would say that like. I definitely recommend this, but I mean, like, the the flaws are kind of unavoidable to, like, are, like, very hard not to notice. It's like a Misa, you know, and the, the the highs are very high and the lows are oh so low, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I think, like, PA 
fans of PA Works would de would definitely appreciate this though, because there there are a lot of things to like about it. That said, uh, I think this is a good place to uh, to wrap it up. Well, I just like, like I've said it over and over again. Like, thank you guys for this discussion. I've wanted to cover this for a while, and I'm glad that we kind of went through with that, and we're now kind of now now we're like wrapping it up. Uh, if so, if you if you guys want to maybe leave leave suggestions for us, like talk about the episode, and kind of just give your overall thoughts, like your feedback on like on our podcasting skills or like just our own opinions. Uh, feel free to contact us on uh, oh, through our email, which is uh. Get a, a galp kunai at gmail .com or by or by finding us on Twitter. You can find me at keyboardgamer spelled K I B O U G A M E R. And my name is at Tolvrai at T O L V R A I E on Twitter. And mine is at Chemical Sora. No, I'm joking, guys. Uh, it's actually at. I uh, mean, I mean Kanye. Yeah, Kanye right? underscore. No, mine's at at Get Life Podcast. It hasn't changed. To finish it all off. Bish, the next episode, please. Next time on no, no, next episode of Kunai is um, one that I was really excited to to suggest to you guys. It is a JC staff anime. It's not Toradora. Uh, it's Golden Time, which a lot of people do say is the spiritual successor to Toradora because it is set in a college. Golden Time. Hope you guys you know enjoy that yeah i've started watching it and i gotta say that i am hyped for that discussion so i can't wait to share my opinions with you guys and the listeners so be on the lookout for that next time yeah. well, that, well that's a wrap stay well thank sexy. you guys for listening and until next time stay sexy <laughs> i <laughs> miss right, that guys. man i really do